The views expressed on this program are not necessarily the views of Lexington Community Radio or its board of directors. The views expressed are solely those of the programmers. You are listening to Off the Cuff. Now, here's your host, Adam Banks. Welcome, everybody, to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks coming at you live from Lexington, Kentucky. Thank you for listening to the show, and thank you for tuning in to WLXU 93.9 LPFM Lexington. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome to the hottest talk radio show in Lexington. In addition to listening to us on the radio, you can check us out on our Facebook live stream at Off the Cuff with Adam Banks, or if you are out of the Lexington area, you can download the WLXU app on your smartphone device. Amber Turner, as always, is in the studio with me. Amber, how are you this beautiful fall October day? You know what, Adam? This has just not been my day. It's not been your day. This has not been my day. Usually when I say, how are you, you're always very positive. You say, I'm doing good. It's a good day. Why isn't it your day? Well, you know, so first and foremost, I have organic chemistry on Thursday. So that in itself makes it sometimes a little bad. But today I had a really terrible encounter with a maniac on Interstate 75 coming back from EKU. insanity. Tell us about it. So, I'm driving, and you can clearly see that this dude in his in his, in, in his beater, I'm going to call it a beater. Not a beamer. Not a beamer, no. no. Um, he was very belligerent. He was literally, I'm not lying to you right now, he was hanging his entire body out of his window, flipping people the bird. I hate it when people <laughs> like, get so upset over that. Go ahead. And then he proceeds to start throwing things at, at other vehicles. He's yeah. throwing water bottles, his McDonald's. I'm sure somebody around here is driving with a quarter pounder on their back windshield right now. <laughs> and so I had to call 911, and I was very, very, very frantic, and I'm just not happy with the way the situation was handled. With 911? With 911. Like, I call and I let them know, hey, there is someone out here that is hanging out of their window, you know, throwing milkshakes at people. Yeah. Can somebody help? <laughs> and they transferred me. 911 put you on hold? Put me on hold and transferred me. <laughs> Please hold. <laughs> Please hold. Did like, they put, like, little music on in the no, background? No, no. It was only about a 30-second like you could hear it ringing but it was just enough like if this were like a situation that like a gun was being held to my head and you transfer my call we're gonna have a problem oh yeah. so just very not happy with the way that was handled yeah that i hope your day gets better it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good show today everybody because we have live in studio a musical guest uh, the second half of the show. So at 4.30, they're going to be here. Banyo from Mississippi. It's a musical group that's going to be performing at Cosmic Charlie's this Friday. And they're going to stop in the studio and chat with us. So I'm excited about that. But Amber, it's October. I absolutely love October. It's my favorite month of the year. And it's not just because Halloween is... I was going to say, is it because Halloween? It's a big part of it, but it's not just because of that. I just love everything about October. And last week on the show, I told you why I love the fall. The hoodies, good TV shows are back on. Food, good food. Halloween, etc. But today, specifically on Thursday, today is October the 3rd. So I have some October 3rd facts. Are you ready? Okay. 
Well, today is Nev Campbell's 45th birthday. Okay, happy birthday, Scream Queen. I love Nev Campbell. I would freak out if I ever met her. There's a couple people that if I met, I would geek over. Stone Cold Steve Austin's one. Okay. Nev Campbell's another. Well, I have some great news for you. Yeah. I've been holding this, hoping and praying that I'd be able to say it on the air. She is coming to a convention that's going to be near us. That's very, very excited. I'm so excited about we're that. Gonna, we're going to work on getting getting you some tickets. Gwen Stefani turns 49 today. Al Sharpton turns 65. Also today, October 3rd, 2019. You know what happened in 1995 on October 3rd? No. 1995. So how many years ago was that? Uh, Let's do the math. 14 years ago. Oh, was it? 20, no. 24 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Over 20 years ago. 24. Uh, 24 years ago, O.J. Simpson was found not guilty. Oh. Yes, that was to, that was on October 3rd, 1995. I don't know if you remember that day or not because we were young. We were five, six, we were seven years old. But that still to date is the biggest verdict ever read. Well, I mean, as an adult, I went back and watched the trial, but, you know, when it was going on at the time, I, you know, like you said, we were seven years old. I really didn't care. I just wanted to watch Barney. Like, that's all I was interested in. 24 years ago, at 10.03 a.m., the verdict was announced. Everything about that verdict is fascinating. When the juror was reading, I don't think it was the juror, it was the, who reads the verdict? The bailiff. The bailiff, when she was reading the the verdict, the most famous read of all time, probably of her entire career, it was, no doubt, the most famous read of her entire career, she messed up. Oh, she, well. She messed up his name. She said Orenthal, and then she messed up Orenthal. She stopped and she stuttered when she said Orenthal James Simpson. Because when you go back and you read or you watch, her read the verdict for OJ. Yeah, she's like we the, the we the jury find the defendant Orenth, Orenthal James Simpson. Yeah, and she messes it up. I'm like, ooh, you had one job. You had one job to read that. Why well, messed up? It's not the bailiff. It is actually the jury foreman is who gets up and reads, not the bailiff. Okay, this isn't Judge Judy. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you have any other October third facts? Because if not, I've got a trivia for you. Do I have any more October third facts? Well. I wasn't talking. I wasn't finished talking about OJ. Oh, yet. sorry, sorry. I wasn't finished talking about OJ. I, I because that day in in general was just fascinating. Because Amber, they that was the trial of the century. It lasted a year, and it only took them a couple hours after the case was over. After they the jury went back to deliberate to see who was guilty, if they if, if OJ was guilty or not guilty. It only took them a couple hours to make that decision. After all. Those months and months and hours and hours spent in court, it only took them a couple hours to decide if he was guilty or not guilty. Well, you got to think they've been training for that for a whole year. It's like sitting through a class. They learned all the information they could read, and that was their final test was to produce that verdict. So, Before the verdict, President Bill Clinton was briefed on security measures of if rioting occurred. Rioting. I'm sorry. My yeah. southern accent comes out sometimes. <laughs> if rioting occurred, President Clinton was briefed on what to do as far as security goes if that happens because people was expecting that for rights to break out if OJ was found guilty. Oh, wow. Yeah. Don't you remember? Everybody was locked on the television set. They had the verdict... On Times Square, on the TV at Times Square, they had it showed on every TV in Times Square. The That's big screen. Insane. Oprah Winfrey had 
a show during the verdict of OJ where she got the live reaction of her audience. And if you go back and you look at people's reaction of the OJ verdict, you see a mixed emotions a lot from the black people and a lot from the white people. Yeah. Just different raw emotions because that case, say what you want, it was all about race. Johnny Cochran made it about race. Yeah. He, that was his whole defense. He said that the LAPD was racist against OJ, and they set him up. Well, I mean, obviously, Johnny Cochran proved his point. I mean, to at least 12 people, he proved his point. Uh, this I was, I was reading this. It's interesting. An estimated 100 million people worldwide watched or listened to the verdict announcement. Wow. Long-distance telephone call volume declined by 58%, and trading volume on the New York Stock Exchange decreased by 41%. Water usage decreased as people avoided using the bathroom to hear this verdict. Wow. So much work stopped that the verdict cost an estimated $480 million in lost productivity. Wow. Yep, 24 years ago today, folks. So, yeah, lay another October 3rd okay. fact on me. So, October the 3rd, in a very, very, very prominent teen movie, mm-hmm. I need you to tell me the movie, a gentleman turns around and asks a beautiful redhead, what day is it? And she replies, October the 3rd. Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Mean Girls. I, and, and I cheated because I saw that on <laughs> online today. Dang. I saw that online that she said she said today's october 3rd today's you know people love quoting that movie yeah why i don't know sometimes i find it very funny like sometimes they do apply to real life so well this didn't happen today it happened on october 1st but i want to mention it because i saw this week on october 1st jimmy carter president jimmy carter turned 95 years old and jimmy carter you guys know him he was the son of a peanut farmer and he served as america's 39th president he turned 95 years old he is the oldest living former u.s president the Oldest living U.S. president. George Bush had that title until he passed away last March, I believe, in 2018. He was 94. Now Carter is 95, the oldest living president. And uh, he survived a dire cancer diagnosis, Amber, in 2015. And um, he had a hip replacement. He's had a lot of trouble since that hip replacement getting around. Yeah. But being 95 years old... If you don't have it all by 95, <laughs> you're going to get it. You're, yeah. you're, you're eventually going to get everything if you live to be. If you live to be over 95, you're eventually going to have something. You have to. You, I mean, unless you were just that one lucky person. You're going to have at least. You're going to. I think you'll get everything. If you live to be 100, <laughs> you're going to get everything. Cancer, STDs even. <laughs> you're just going to get it. But yeah, happy birthday, late birthday, belated birthday to President Jimmy Carter. We only have a couple presidents still living. Yeah. Isn't that wild? You know, in a sense it is, but at the same time, you know, it just lets me know time's moving forward. Yeah. Time's moving forward. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Very weird. Um, It says uh, on the show thread, it said, um, nothing is playing on the air. Interesting. What do you mean nothing's playing on the air? It says our broadcast isn't going out on the air. Just on the Facebook Live? No. It says the radio. Check the app and see if anything's playing. I don't know. Sorry, folks, if you're not able to listen on the radio. Um, that's a bummer. But anyway, happy birth, belated birthday to Jimmy Carter. What are you getting? You getting any feedback on there? 
Chad says, nothing is playing on the air. Wade says, complete silence. I wonder if they are censoring you all now. <laughs> it's complete silence. Complete silence. All right, folks, we're going to try to figure out what is going on. We'll take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back right after these words. Welcome back, everybody, to Off the Cuff. Adam Bakes here with you. Amber is also in the studio with me. Hopefully, you are able to hear us on the radio. I have no idea what's going on. No luck, Amber? Very strange. Keep my mic off. I'm going to get Victor. Yeah, go get Victor. Hmm. Very strange. Well, ladies and gentlemen, what I just came into was a... Aaron Carter song. Aaron Carter has been in the news for apparently tattooing his face. And I'm, I'm telling you, I don't have any tattoos. I. It's probably hard to find people who don't have tattoos versus people that do these days. And the reason I don't, I don't have anything against people that do have tattoos. It's just the whole permanent process of it. It's just, are people able to have anything okay sorry about that we're having some technical difficulties in here trying to get things working onto the studio but anyway i uh don't have any tattoos because it's too permanent and i have a hard time with commitment regardless of what i'm talking about or what i'm doing or the acts that i'm doing but getting one on your face Wow, I couldn't even imagine. And that's what Aaron Carter has done. So Aaron Carter, uh, he is tattoo artist Herschel Cascro, uh, told TMZ that the singer originally asked to for the tattoo artist to cover his entire face. His entire face, Amber, of with ink. Can you believe that? Well, I've heard a couple of different things about it. I've heard who it's supposed to be, and some of the, uh, I guess, the names that have been thrown in the pot are kind of hilarious. But the last one that I'm seeing is actually Rihanna. They're saying that he took a magazine spread that Rihanna done about two years ago, and that is what he got tattooed. He got Rihanna tattooed on his face. Well, now, I don't know, because if you want my opinion, I think he got Medusa. Well, that's Medusa. what they're saying, but didn't Rihanna dress up as Medusa she in a music did. video? Well, I don't know about a music video. I do know that she done a magazine, um, like a spread in a magazine, and she was dressed up like Medusa. So Okay, well, it cost $5,000 to get this done. Aaron Carter, what the heck is going on with him? He's going insane. <laughs> so, you know... You know, we talked about OJ. You know how you were with the OJ, you know, trial and how you, you know, you enjoyed finding all the facts. Well, Aaron Carter is just my OJ. <laughs> I have been researching Aaron Carter nonstop for about three weeks. Yeah. Boy, got some problems. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> about, we'll say about a year ago, his brother is obviously very famous, Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. Um, he had an accusation made against him during the Me Too movement from a um, another artist that they had, you know, toured with. And... I just don't know how it got brought back up, but Aaron took to Instagram, which yep. is his biggest platform, and decided that he was going to just remind everybody that his brother was not a good person, and um, he's made all kinds of accusations. 
Um, and if you, you know, if you want to look at it, you know, there's obviously, you know, a lot of information out there about it. Yeah. But the biggest thing happened today. Yeah. Aaron Carter took a dive today. What did he do today? Aaron Carter decided that he was going to live stream himself taking a home drug test. So you can watch him urinate into a cup. <laughs> that's why I wanted to make sure that we just save this for the, for the you, live broadcast. You can watch him urinate into you a cup. You can watch Aaron Carter live urinate into a cup and you can watch him go ahead and put the lid on and shake it and we call it on POC test it's um, you know point of care so you can do it right there Yeah. so we got instant results and then he decided he was going to go ahead and put his results out there live on Instagram because I think Radar Online um, <laughs> had insinuated in an article that he had uh, lines of cocaine um, put out on the table. So he just wanted to make sure that everybody knew. He likes doing everything live. Do you know when he got his face tatted? It was live. It was live on Instagram. But what kind of tattoo artist, what kind of tattoo artist does a face tattoo on somebody with that mental state? Shame somebody on him. who wanted $5,000. Shame on him. So he's been going through a lot, Aaron Carter has. I mean, we've, we've, We've talked about Aaron Carter on the show before. Last year, I believe we did a podcast on Aaron Carter. We did. We at least a big portion of the episode was dedicated to him. But remember, he went on the doctors because he was scared that he had HIV. He he did. He was because scared he had he, HIV. He admitted that he was bisexual and he slept with a lot of men and women, and he was afraid that he had HIV. He was just convinced that he did. Well, he got tested for HIV on the air. Amber and got his results read to him on the air. Like, who gets? Who goes and gets a STD check in front of the world? Uh, Aaron Carter. And when you exp- and, and when you expect to have, when when you when he was like sure of it, he's like ah. He was so shocked when he found out he didn't have it. That's what was the scary part. When you're that shocked that you don't have it. You know, I I respect Aaron. I do. I'm sure it was probably really hard growing up in a family with an extremely talented uh, person in their family. You know, their entire family has always been subject to turmoil. Unfortunately, one of their sisters um, died. Overdosed. Overdosed, yes. So, I mean, we know drugs is very rampant in their family. We've seen Nick go through the same thing. And I think that Aaron, unfortunately, has seen Nick get his life kind of back on or, you know, back on track. Backstreet Boys are touring again. As of today, Nick Carter welcomed a little girl. Wow. Today, he welcomed his, his little girl uh, with his wife. Um, so he's happy. He's moved forward. He's progressed in life. And I think Aaron is just, unfortunately, Aaron does have a mental problem. And Aaron does not want to get himself treated properly. Did Victor get the app up and running? I'm not sure, I oh. think. Okay, because it's, it's still not working, and everybody else is saying that they still can't hear the show. Well, the podcast will be out, and if you are <laughs> in the Lexington area, just turn on the radio, and you can hear it that way. Cause, well, are we coming across the live radio, though? Uh, who knows at this point? I mean, really. Who knows if the show's even getting recorded? <laughs> who knows that if there will be a podcast? I don't know. Maybe maybe they just cut me off because this is my last day and I don't even know it yet. They've just cut me off the air. That would be absolutely amazing if this was our <laughs> last. This is how we had our last two raw here. <laughs> why are you cutting me off? If, uh, why cut me off? I don't understand. Cut me off the app. Cut me off the radio. But yeah. So Aaron Carter, my God, you need to get some help, man. You... He said, quotes, that he he has no regret. He said, I am the biggest thing in music right now. I can't be denied. Fact check me. 
Well, Aaron Carter, I did fact check. Yeah, my man, your music ain't that good no more. Was his music ever good? You know, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say on record that uh, this song plays every time I get into my car and my phone By sinks. choice? No, not by choice. It's it's like the gods telling me that I need to listen to Aaron Carter. And it is Aaron's party that plays. Every time. <laughs> I get in my car and, and, and I want to sync up my music. I did like that song, That's How I Beat Shaq. I, I, I know. We've talked we've talked about that a lot. <laughs> and that song, I want candy. He was the Justin Bieber of our generation. But I ain't gonna say all that. He was pretty big. He was pretty big for not maybe as, about two years. Yeah, not as big as Justin Bieber. Okay. No. I'll maybe, backtrack. Maybe about two years he got a good run out of it. Um and who knows, maybe if he would have kept his mental kind of, you know, on the up and up, maybe he could have been big. I mean, I, there's no denying he had a little bit of talent, but yeah. Poor man. I hate that for him. I have no idea. I don't know why. Let me turn on the app here and see if it's working now. Nope. I'm sorry, folks, that are trying to listen to the app. I don't know where the show is. That's a bummer. I'm just surprised my husband hasn't said anything to me yet. He, he never listens. That's why he's not said anything yet. I know. Well, I seen him log on to the Facebook Live, so I know he's doing a little something. <laughs> So sorry for those who can't listen on the app. That's that really bums me out that it goes down because it was working fine all day. The app works fine all day, and then when we get on the air, boom, it disappears. I wonder what we've done. That's unfortunate. Uh, let's just—I want to be positive and say that it wasn't Lexington Community Radio that cut me off the air. Let's just be positive and no, positive. we've definitely got something wrong. <laughs> all right, let's talk about this, Amber and. Uh, I was on Midday Kentucky, uh, you know, as I co-host uh, from time to time on that show. And one of the topics that we talked about, I want to talk about with the off-the-cuff audience, those who can listen. <laughs> but we talked about borrowing money from friends or lending out money from friends. Don't ever let your friends borrow money or avoid it at all cost if you can. And I'm talking about large amounts of money because there's nothing good that can come out of that. No. One, you're probably not going to get paid back. Nearly half the people that let others borrow money, they don't get paid back. Um, so you should just, when you pay the, that person that money, you are just you should expect never to get that money back again. Exactly. That's always my rule of thumb is I will not lend somebody something that I expect back. So if it's $5, $10, $20, yeah, over $25, do not ask me. Yeah. Um, it gets awkward too for asking the money for the money back. It really does, and like sometimes I genuinely don't want it back. Like I just want you to succeed, like do better. Like I want you to get your your you know your one up. But there are definitely some people, like perpetual people, who will be like, "Hey, can I borrow twenty dollars? I ain't got no gas." <laughs> there was this woman that I worked with, and I hate even calling her a woman because she was very childlike. Uh, but she would always. Nick, she nickled and dimed me to death. Yeah. Oh, I ain't got no money for kid for my kids' milk. I ain't got I ain't got no money for gas. And I'm like, girl, you're working just as many hours as I do. Like, what are you doing with all your money? Right. And when you let people borrow money, when you let people borrow it, you never know when you might get into a situation where you might need that money. Exactly. I mean, I'm balling on a budget. So I'm when I always balling on a budget, when I let people borrow money, it's it's a stretch for me too because I need that money. I've got bills too that I got to pay. But co-signing is a 
another thing. I think there couldn't be more of a rude thing besides asking somebody to help you move. But No, nah, I don't mind to help people move. Ooh, I hate it. Don't ask me to help you move because I don't like it. But... And I'm, and I say this not to you, but to anybody that's <laughs> anybody that's listening. Um, I co-signing is also something very rude to ask somebody to do unless you're really close to them because people will co- will ask anybody for anything with no shame. Oh, they I might know. know somebody for a couple of days and say, "Hey, will you co-sign for me?" No, there's nothing good that comes out of co-signing for anybody. You are responsible for that note if they don't pay it back. And I will go as far as saying don't even co-sign for a for your child because you're just enabling them to make purchases they they can't afford. Just be very very particular on who you want to on who you want to co-sign. What's that Amber? Let's take a break, Adam. Why? Let's take a break. Why? We're not coming across the radio either. We're not coming across the radio either? Let's take a break. Oh, my gosh. Folks, hopefully that the show's even getting broadcasted on the radio. We'll see. We'll be right back after these words. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Off the Cuff. Adam Banks here with you. Way with words. Awesome song. And we had the whole musical group in the studio. Actually, two out of the four members of the group in the studio. Very excited to have them in the studio. And they're all the way from Mississippi. They are performing at Cosmic Charlie's this Friday here in Lexington. Very happy to be joined by two of the group members, Benyo Dre and Audie. Benyo, guys, welcome to the show. Hey, glad to be here. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, take us back to the genesis of Banyo. How did this group get created? You want me to take that? Or you want to? <laughs> it really came about like um, in about 2014, late 2014, and I was just like, man, we got to come up with something. We got to hit something. We got to do something. And see, I'm from Mississippi. <laughs> Some of us from Mississippi. He from South Carolina. Okay. So mm-hmm. we we met through this like this community college that we went to in Mississippi. And so the people that was like that know us, we met through mutual friends and stuff. So I was kind of on this on this venture with with Zelly. And then everybody was like, "Man, you should hit Dre. Like Dre go hard, you know." And I was like, "Man, you know, uh, whatever." Dre's you know? okay, yeah. So then finally, you know, a video surfaced of him just going in, and I was just like, "Man, gotta rock with dude." So you know, we kind of linked up, and we would go to the studio together. And I just brought him to the studio, showing him how I do my thing. You know, what I'm saying for the first couple of months. Then after that, we just started going in together. So by late 2014, man, we really hit it off, and we've been rolling this. So you're from Mississippi. What's it like growing up in Mississippi? Uh, I mean, you know, it's slow. It's yeah. different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Mississippi is, like they say, it's the hospitality state. I mean, everybody show love, you know what I'm saying, somewhat. You know, it, it's just pretty cool. It's pretty chill. Nothing out of the ordinary, you know. What you see is what you get. Kind of um, like kind of like here in Kentucky. I, I, I kind of caught that vibe when I came in. You know, I didn't see no welcome to Kentucky or anything. So, you know, I, Wait, you didn't catch the welcome to Kentucky signs? I did not. Oh, so man. So I thought y'all were worse than us. We at least got welcome to Mississippi. You know. No shade, but... <laughs> Maybe we just want people to like just keep driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk a little bit more about your music. Um, I've listened to a lot of your songs here, so I want to know more about your musical style. I can't really pinpoint what genre it falls under because it sounds a little like rap, a little R&B, and there's some guitar strings in there too. So how would you guys describe it? 
I feel like it's it's really no box. You know what I'm saying to put it in. It is what you you know what I'm saying what you get is all sides of it. Yeah. That's the reason why we made Banyo and we feel like that's the perfect you know what I'm saying name where we land at with it. And I just feel like it's everywhere with it. I'm gonna say like we even got like a our group album is named Genre yep. because. Like, you know what I'm saying? We do everything. Yep. Like, you, you can't box us in. We everywhere with it. So, now, nah, I mean, you can't just put us in one specific category because we can cover. You know what I'm saying? We got the rock vibe. We got the rap vibe. We yep. got the R&B vibe. But everything is real. I love it. So, is there a certain demographic that you're trying to reach? What's your target crowd? I mean, if you, if you hear, like, if you hear my music, you know what I'm saying, and this is just me speaking on me. You hear my music, you probably gonna think like the, you know, the, the college kid, the, you know what I'm saying, the wild, vibrant college kid, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, like that's who's probably gonna wanna rock with me just because, you know what I'm saying, like I, I everything's real, but like it's just like it puts you in that mood to where like, you know what I'm saying, you just wanna vibe out, you just wanna rock out. That's me. So I always like to ask artists this. Who really got you inspired to pick up the mic to begin with? Was there certain artists out there that's in the game today that you look up to and got you started? Uh, I would say, yeah, yeah. they more legendary now. Anything, they probably um, moving on to more things like owning businesses and stuff like that. But I would say uh, Tupac. Tupac. Yeah. Um, T.I. Okay. T.I. was one of my main influences, Ludacris. And the reason why is because of his freestyling and his um, underground music. A lot of his underground music was more doper than his music that he had that was on on the top. You know what I'm saying? And I just, I gained a lot of ambition for that. And um, Kanye West. So it's a lot. It's a That's lot hard. Of, you know what I'm saying? Under three thousand, so many. Like my my first my first favorite artist is Nelly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Okay. Like I, I remember like one of the yeah. first videos and al- the first album I ever rocked was was that Country Grammar. Yeah. You know so yeah. <laughs> like you know and that's. That's something I could really kind of relate myself to, like a new age version of that somewhat, you know, because he reached everybody. That's what I'm, you know. And But I say Nelly and Wayne, though. Wayne, especially Wayne. Because okay. the Wayne, Wayne, too. Wayne, one of the <laughs> yeah. hardest of all time. If yeah, not Wayne, hardest. too. So I'm getting a vibe that nobody likes Drake in here, right? Oh, well, see, you know what I'm saying? He just yeah. wasn't a part of the groundbreaking session for us as artists. You yes. know what I'm saying? Because we was already in that realm where that's what we wanted to do before we even knew about Drake. Mm-hmm. Right. You yeah. know, and Drake been in the game for 10 years, you know what I'm saying? But, like, like I said... We already had our minds made up, like, that's what we was trying to do before we ever even heard of Drake. So, he wasn't just that inspiration that just wanted, made us want to kickstart, but he is, like, he wanted the top for me, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I want to know, every artist has a height that they want to reach, and obviously it's the main top, but where do you guys see yourself going with this art? How far is Man, this is the global, limit? like, globally. Mm-hmm. You top. You want to be on a global level. Global. Do you prefer performing in small venues, or do you... Would would you like to perform in the bigger ones? I mean, I would, of course, everybody would like to perform in mm-hmm. bigger ones. But, I mean, if that's what it takes to get there, taking the small steps first. You know what I'm saying? But I prefer the big venues. Like, I feel like they can definitely set off, like, the tone for us. If I was a famous performer, I would want to, my dream venue would be to perform in my hometown. Lexington, Rupp Arena. Do you guys have any place that you would one day like to perform at or a festival that you would like to go and perform at? Man, mm-hmm. what's the it's big really, arena in Mississippi? It's really, 
That's what I'm saying. <laughs> See, I mean, for me, you gonna have to say if, I, if I'm talking to my area, I'm gonna have to say like the Bancorp South or something. You know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. Bancorp South Arena, because that's too below. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's where Elvis from. That's where Ray Shrimmer from. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I had to put on with first. You know what I'm saying? Because I gotta give back to my people before I go anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. I respect that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In South Carolina, I probably would say Colonial Life Arena. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. I want to know. Of America Stadium. I want to know. Do you guys have any crazy fan interactions? <laughs> like any wild fans? Like, because let me tell you something. There, he's, itch, he's itching for a really good story right now. I, I am because I've heard of people like getting obsessed with other artists. They'll lick their car, or they'll they'll find something that they touched, and they'll go and they'll give it a smooch, like a doorknob or anything. So, like, I want to know: Has there been any like crazy fan interactions that you've had? I don't know. If you, I don't know if it's that insane. You know, I don't think it's nothing out the ordinary. Not like, yet. You know, like I have those people that like hit me up. You know what I'm saying? And they'll be like, and this is anywhere from kids to people like my age or something. And they just, you know, they be like, man, bro, like. Like, like, they just be a standard that I respond to them or something. I'm like, bro, like, we all human, you know what I'm saying? But, like, if I'm talking to them over the net or something versus, like, when they finally see me out, oh, man, it's like I done seen people, like, starstruck and, like, like say, okay, I'm on my, I'm, I'm working during the week, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and one of the fans or whatever, he was, like, uh, interviewing at my job or whatever, and I walked through the room just passing through th- during his orientation, he was like, Bro, oh my God! Like that's Audie Banyo. Like yeah. he, he put everything on pause, and we are not even thinking about work or getting this job anymore. Like that's Audie. Like I want to talk to Audie. I come back, and I was like, Bro, we have, you know what I'm saying? Let's yeah. let's tone it down. We ain't there yet. Hey, it, that has to feel good. It, though. it does. It does. But I, I stay level though. I have to stay level yeah. because you know. I mean, it's a blessing, but at the same time, you know what I'm saying. It's it's normal life because that's what it's gonna be. You know what I'm saying. So you gotta you gotta go ahead and start preparing for it now because if you don't, and when they get there and slap you in the face, you ain't gonna know what to do. You know. What oh I'm yeah. Right. I don't want to put nobody on the spot here, but do we have any freestyles that we're gonna do today on the radio live? Uh yeah. I'm, I, yeah. I mean it's whatever. Yeah. But if, you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna tell you the hardest. And this is out the group. This is if you want to talk just in the game, period or whatever. Like that's gonna be your hardest. That's your hardest, hardest right there. And I've I been saying it. I've been saying it yeah. from the jump though. Like he the hardest in the camp. You know what I'm saying? And and that's just me showing love. But that's just me being real because that's a real raw rapper right there. What do you do? You do it with music? Do you like to go no music? Uh, I like to do it with music. You know, I go off, I go off the vibe or the music. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the beat tell me. Yeah, and that's that's kind of how I go with it, you know. You like Rick Ross? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I rock with him. I got some instrumental. Like if I was to play you some uh, Rick Ross instrumental, can you give me yeah, something? That's cool. That's cool. I give you a little something. You know, got to get that EP coming out uh, soon. You know what I'm talking about? Back to the basics. Back to the basics. Okay, hey look, chipping on my shoulder, wanted cheese on my Doritos. Uh-huh. Early in the morning, I'm up on it. This ain't Ebro. Okay. Make it out the hood without a cape. I'm still a hero. Uh-huh. She know I'ma take off, no mistakes. She won't let me go. Yeah. Take it back. You know I wasn't cricket like Debo. Just couldn't deal with that bull. Coulda got hurt like D Rose. <laughs> I'm about my green and I'm talking about the CeeLo. They said take my time. I guess they calling me the repo. I guess they understand it. Bang yo, just take advantage. They say he gotta climb it. You know I'm about to stamp it. Mm. Told me speak in the mic. Told Bang yo, do it twice. They asking what I am on the mic. I just tell them nice. Uh.
that me sound like Colonial or William Bryce. That's from Carolina. You know I just gamble the dice. Ain't talking about my life if they keep asking. Yeah, man, I got drive way more than a phantom. Yeah, I got mansion trying to make itself my home and take a different adventure one day and tour Rome. It's kind of crazy, but I'm in a different zone. It says lonely at the top, but they just won't leave me alone. Okay. <laughs> I got a whole lot of passion if they keep on asking. Rampage, we got drive, but we don't think about crashing. And speaking of Ricky Rose, I'm a copper Ashton. And do this to make them take it off with all the fashion. I'm flashy. Okay, I pass it like I'm Sebastian. They keep on asking how I do it. They just love the passion. Bang, yo. I told them that from the youngest. Since the young dude, they knew what I'm becoming. Flow is humongous. Yeah. Big toe thumpers. Timberlands <laughs> on, you would think I'm jumping. You would think I'm stumping. Ain't talking stumping the yard. They asking, do I go hard? I'm telling them, oh my God, it's crazy. <laughs> Off the mind, and it's, it can't phase me. I'm near the moon, and I think it can't phase me. I don't think they can find their way out, and it amazes me. I take them in park, that's the amazement. <laughs> that boy go all day, he'll I mean, go all off, day. They're just off the top, though, you know what I'm saying? Bro, back that... to the bases on the way. Yeah, go well, all back day. to the bases out right now. All of that juice, all of it on there. Let me tell you something. That come across so natural. It Literally, it's like you memorized that and yes. read it off a sheet of paper. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm starstruck right now. I'm not even going to lie. I am starstruck you, right you, now. You made fans. Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back uh, after these quick words with with uh, Manyo, the musical group. So stick with us after these words. I'm just a country bar cowboy, Billy. Straight out the Piccadilly. I'm gonna strap your quarters up till a milli. Fair warning, you don't want that gun smoke. Welcome back, everybody, to Off the Cuff. Adam Banks here with you, here with Benyo. We just heard some amazing freestyling in here. Amber is starstruck. <laughs> Amber is starstruck. Guys, that don't happen often either. <laughs> it don't. What's your favorite thing about performing live? Ooh, I would say the interactions of the people. Um, new people that listen to your sound and, and determine whether they rock with it or not from that point in. Because like 10 seconds inside a song, you'll know if you're kind of rocking with the vibe or if you're just trying to figure out what they're about. You know what I'm saying? So... Basically, to see the reactions. Yeah, it's, it's it's just a different it's a different atmosphere, man. It's like when you doing like what you love doing the most. It's like you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. It's heaven on earth. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it, it's hard to beat because like I get so lost in it to where like I don't been in crowd in front of crowds that I wouldn't probably like. You know what I'm saying. It wasn't fitting. Mm-hmm. But like when you get lost in like doing what you love and stuff like. I wasn't even tuned in to them. Like, I'm just so, like, in love yeah. with what I'm doing. Like, you, you going to catch this vibe or not? It's fine, though. Yeah. Well, uh, Cosmic Charles is a, a, I'm urging everybody to go out and watch you guys this Friday. So give us some more information. How can we get tickets and give the listeners any information on how they can connect with you guys on social media? Uh, you get the tickets at the door. Um, tickets $5, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we ain't asked for much. We just yeah. asked for you to come out and have a good time. Come out and rock. Um... On the socials, uh, IG, Instagram, you can catch me, Audi Banyo, A-U-D-I-B-A-N-Y-O. Oh, I'm sorry, A-U-D-I underscore B-A-N-Y-O on Instagram. Um, and uh, our group page is Banyo Music Group, straight through, B-A-N-Y-O Music Group. Mm-hmm. And you can catch me on IG and Twitter at uh, B-A-N-Y-O underscore D-R-E, Banyo Dre. 
Audi Benyo, I love it. Audi Benyo, Dre Benyo, Benyo Dre, hey Benyo Dre, <laughs> amazing. All right, well we're gonna close the show out with. Is this your new song? Is this the newest song that you got out? Check, check. Yeah, that's my single. Okay, um, off the EP. Yeah, that's Back Dre. to the basics. Yeah, Dre. Ooh, and yeah. we're gonna be able to hear this Friday too when you yeah, perform. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. All right, off top. Appreciate you guys coming to the studio. Most appreciate definitely. you having us. Yeah, it was awesome. Really enjoyed it. Thanks. Go out and check them out this Friday. Cosmic Charlie's, ladies and gentlemen. Here they are with their new single, Check. Check.